Hello, and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we are Booksmen. Yep. You usually say something, like, through and through. Yeah, like, to, to hell and back. To hell and back. Ooh. <laughs> That's what we did. Exactly, Tim. It's uh, a registered trademark. Canonically, we've been to hell. Yep. And boy, it was it was hell. I, let's not do the same bit that we did. <laughs> and boy, are my arms tired, Tom. Uh, people will hear this before they hear the episode of well, Complete depen- Guide. That depends we just, on how they listen. Um, through their ears, Tom. I'm saying it depends on the order in which they listen, Tim. You always yeah. assume that everybody's listening. Everybody's waiting on pins and needles for the episode I mean, to drop. Uh, Whenever this episode goes up late, mm-hmm. um, I do hear about well, it. Well, that's different <laughs> because people still want it. They might be going somewhere and they want to download it before they go there. Tom, what is it, 2006 that they have to download it before they leave their home? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. How will they get a, how will they get a streaming MP3 file anywhere? Look, Tim, some people might be in areas with uh, poor LTE or 5G coverage. Yeah, well, we don't want those people you, giving us money. Are you excited about 5G, Tim? 5G is big in the news. Mm, no. Have you heard about the fifth generation? I don't know. Um, I haven't left my house in seven months. (laughs) I heard a thing today, um, uh, and it was the first time it occurred to me, because, well, we did an episode a couple of months ago about 5G, uh, and and because the new iPhones have 5G, there's like a whole new round of marketing about it. And, uh, you know, my thing has always been, I never heard anyone complaining that their phone didn't download or upload fast enough. People would occasionally complain about, like, not getting a signal. But in New York City, at least, I have not heard anybody complain in years about, like, oh, this damn phone, I can never get a signal. It's not like it was 10 years ago when, like, that would happen a lot. Like they, when you couldn't get a f- signal on your damn phone, right? The networks have done a very good job in New York City, at least, blanketing uh, most areas. But I, you know, the all these five G commercials and everything, and uh, of course, knew it was marketing hype. But I never thought about it that it's specifically when all the carriers went from three G to LTE that drove like a huge amount of like people buying new phones and like changing their plans and getting new plans and all that. And literally, you know, a couple of years ago they were like, <sighs> everything's flat. We we should do that thing again, <laughs> which is come out with a new to, and it's like, yeah, but that the reason why it worked last time was because people wanted new faster phones for things like TikTok and uh, Instagram, right? Um, I don't know. It's it's a roundabout way of saying it's all marketing. Yeah, and also like I think we've reached the point where everything is fine. Like, well, everything is very much not <laughs> I was fine. Gonna say, wow, Tim, you're um, living in a different world than I am. No, but, like, in terms of, like, I think most people are, A, trying to not have an excuse to use their phone more, Mm -hmm. Um, and B, it's just, like, it's good enough. I look at Twitter, I check my email, I text, I look at Instagram. Yeah. um, TikTok, I guess. They always... But they're just... They always give these examples like, uh, oh, 5G, you'll be able to download an entire movie in 10 seconds. It's like, I've never downloaded a movie <laughs> in my Does life. Does my phone have enough space to put a movie? I, I don't know. I've never, like, people, I know people do, but mm. I don't, like, stream Netflix or, like, Hulu. No, Netflix. I, <laughs> I've maybe done it if I'm taking, uh, like, a Long Island Railroad train. 
uh, like, you know, if, if something news out that I desperately want to watch, maybe I'll, so like, I get that if people are commuting by train and it's like, yeah, I've got nothing to do, but that's a very small portion of the population. Yeah. And if you're going to download a movie onto your phone, you're going to do it when you're at home with yeah. Wi-Fi anyway. Well, yeah, you don't want to eat through your data they, with this 5g, they didn't give us more data. Yeah. Anyway. That's, that's my phone broke the other day. I had to go to an AT and T store. Oh, really? What happened to um, it? Did you drop getting, it in the toilet? No, it said uh, no SIM. Mm. Um, but there is a SIM in there. And we all and he did this thing. There was like, it was. It, did my you SIM uh, was make dedicated? It? What to say? You're dumb. I was gonna say, did you make some kind of joke about uh, Molly Sims? Remember her from MTV? Yeah. No, I did make you a good say Sim City that? joke, though. Oh, Sim City. <laughs> yeah, I came here to Circuit City, but maybe I should have gone to Sim City. <laughs> I wasn't in the Circuit City, Tom. Those haven't been around in 11 years. Yeah, but can you imagine if they did? Yeah, they would were? They would yeah. have. They would have been like, sir, we don't normally do this. But can you come over here? We're going to turn on the public address system in the store. And can you say that again? <laughs> When when we ask you, this is why they went out of business, <laughs> right? People, that's that's why they got laughed out of business. No, I no, told he you did this, that he uh, did this thing, yeah. and he was just like, oh, "I fixed your phone." After like forty five minutes, where he kept coming closer and closer to me, <laughs> as if there wasn't a fucking pandemic. Yeah, um, and he kept and he had his hands all over my phone, which is fine. He, he fixed yeah, it. Yeah, you can wipe fine. it off. But then he was like, oh, you know, you're not getting unlimited text messages. It's just <laughs> like, I haven't been charged for text messages in the 12 years that I've had the, had my had this phone plan. Um, I think I have enough yeah. uh, the, the text messages on my plan. The last time I went into a cell phone store was like a year ago, and it was because uh, I have T-Mobile, and T-Mobile has a T-Mobile Tuesdays thing. Where every Tuesday you can get free stuff. And there's almost always an item that you can get if you go into a T-Mobile store with the app. And uh, one time it was a T-Mobile hat. And for whatever reason, that was the only time <laughs> that I was like, man, I'd really like one of them T-Mobile hats. And I went in and there was just, you know, two employees talking to each other. and a It was big, a honeypot, wasn't it? it? No, it was big. That's what I thought it was. But there was just like a big, huge table of hats. And I was like, hey, you guys still doing the free hat thing? And he was like, yeah. And I held up my phone to like show him the thing that's like tap here and then you have five minutes. And when I took it out of my pocket and held it up, he had turned his back on me already. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, take a hat. I was like, oh, this is only... This is only supposed to be for subscribers, sir. If you're just giving these hats out to everybody. And then when I, literally when I walked out, I saw these, uh, uh, you know, the, the, uh, panhandlers and stuff. Just all of them had these T-Mobile hats on. <laughs> Man, what, a, what a nightmare. What <laughs> it was a nightmare. A nightmare <laughs> but I was just like, oh, they were just giving out hats to anybody that came in and asked for a hat. Hmm. Someone economically distressed got something that uh, you also got. Well, I'm just thinking that they probably went in asking for, you know, uh, some change. And they were like, well, we can't give you change, but we can give you a hat. Hmm. Just as good. No, the, it wasn't how just much, as how good. How much did you flip that hat for? No, I threw that hat out a few months ago. Because <laughs> <laughs> I realized, when, when am I going to wear a T-Mobile hat? No, because your girlfriend moved in and made you throw. Well, it out. that was partial. I mean, I had to throw out a lot of stuff, and yeah, that that was on the chopping block. <laughs> she was just like, "Really, Tom?" It survived the first cut, and then she was like, "Are you? Do you wear this hat?" I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> sometimes." <laughs> and then the implication was, even if you do wear that hat, you're not going to wear that hat with me around. <laughs> I got to walk down the street with this uh, uh, walking T-Mobile billboard. So now I'm um, down to just uh, two baseball caps. No, three baseball caps. Four baseball caps. I've decided I'm only going to wear um, 
solid color baseball caps. That's one of mine. I have like a, a dark blue, just solid color cap. And, and that's probably my favorite. Actually, I have one with the Flash logo on it that I like a lot. And that's um, just uh, black and yellow. Tom, I'm going to try to get through this real quick because I just bought uh, I just bought a piece of uh, Simpsons art online, and I need to claim it real quick. So um, wow. I'm just going to rush through this episode. What do you mean you need to claim it? I it's it's a limited thing. Just give me one second. Wow. So subscribers to Patreon are paying you. For these episodes, Tim, and you're using that money. Yeah, they should be happy. To just <laughs> just buy extravagances, to buy art for yourself. Uh, and you can't even do it during the episode. Uh, not during the episode. You have to do it during the episode. Just the sound of typing. <laughs> um. Okay, cool. Um, Tom's Pet Cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, th- thank you for joining us, Tim. So glad. Sorry. Tell me more about the time you went to the T-Mobile store and the guy turned his back Look, on Look, the only you. reason I was telling that story is because you already seemed distracted by whatever was going on on your computer, and I thought maybe it was something important. It is important. It's original Simpsons art that I'm getting. How much is How much does this cost? Take a guess. A thousand dollars. No, less. Five hundred dollars. Less. Three hundred dollars. Less. <laughs> just tell me. The whole episode can't be just me guessing dollar amounts. Well, I mean, a hundred dollars more. <laughs> God damn it! I was restricted to that. Two hundred dollars. Yes. Okay. Jesus Christ. It's by uh, Bill Plimpton. Okay. Do you know him? Cartoons. Uh, a former president? Yeah. Um, Tom, Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, can you... Um, look, this book is good, Tom. Yeah. Well, it's this a very, guy, very popular book. Yeah, this is one of Stephen King's uh, most popular books. Tom, mm-hmm. we all know what's going to happen in this book, right? Bad things. Bad things, and I really like the book so far, and the main bad thing that I know is going to happen, mm-hmm. the thing that people know about this book, has not happened yet. Uh, the pet's coming bummer. back to life. What's that? The pet's coming back to life? No, I mean, that's fine. That's that's cute oh, when that like, happens in uh, this Characters section. getting killed? Yeah, but specific characters. I don't know. I don't know anything about this book, Tim. Oh, you really don't? No, I don't know anything. That's why okay. I'm having you read it to me. Yeah, no, I, 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 I guess the thing that I knew about this book, I knew about going into it, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's being foreshadowed a lot, and yeah. I don't like, and it's it's a horrible thing that like makes this book. You know how you make fun of me because I'm just like. In Harry Potter, can't we just live in the magical world uh-huh. a little bit before everything goes wrong with the magical world? Like, uh-huh. wouldn't you want to see, like, one normal magical semester at Hogwarts where uh-huh. you'd be like, whoa, with, with this is no, so cool. No conflict whatsoever. Yeah, right? <laughs> because there's enough interesting stuff going on there. It's a rich enough uh, fantasy world that you'd be like, oh, this is cool. Uh-huh. I want to see things before it goes wrong. That's very much what this book is like. It's like, I like these characters. I like the writing style. I like this world that he's built. And I know this horrible, horrible thing is coming Mm -hmm. that, like, scares me in real life um, that I don't want to happen. So that's to say I'm going to stop reading this book now. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's fair enough, Tim. I think you've read enough. Yeah, and you've proven, next week I'll you've, just talk about my Simpsons art. You've proven the point that you do, in fact, know how to read. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to stop teasing you about it. Great, great, great. How are you still claiming this artwork? What do you mean? You're on your computer again. Are you? I was just pulling up my notes. Well, how am I supposed to know, Tim? I think you should give me access to your computer. 
Mm, I don't. I shan't be doing that. You should give me screen control. Somebody uh, uh, tried to scam my mom that way the other day. Really? Yeah, and literally, it was a scam I had heard about the day before. And I was like, ah, I wonder if my mom would fall for that. Nah, she wouldn't fall for that. And the next day, she called me. I fell for something, Tommy. Well, Tommy, she, I fell for it. She was like, I don't know what to do. Amazon keeps calling me that somebody's bought an iPhone on my account. And they told me to download this other app. But then the uh, like a pop-up came up and it said, like, do you want to give this person permission to view your screen and i was like well no i don't want to give them permission like then they can see my account i was like yes good that person's a scammer and uh while i was on the phone with him uh with her he called back he kept calling back trying to scam her and i was like you tell him you know it's a scam stop calling you you talk to me and then i was like and tell him to go fuck himself and she wouldn't (laughs) I'm like, and tell him again. She's like, I'm on the phone with my son and he knows about this. And he said, it's a scam. I'm like, and tell him to go fuck himself. And she just wouldn't do that. It's like, put the phone up to me, put it up, put the earpiece of that phone of my phone up to that phone. And I'll say it. Should have driven over there. Well, now I'm thinking about it, Tim. And, you know, spoiler alert, uh, we, we talked about it in the regular episode this week, me breaking my thumb. And it's just occurring to me that literally the day before I was bragging about never having broken my thumb and I watched like a 20 minute YouTube video about this specific scam. And the next day I broke my thumb and my mom almost fell for that scam. What do you suppose this means? I have no idea, but that is like a weird coincidence, right? Yeah, I feel I like maybe for like 20... 20- <laughs> I think it's weird that you're bragging about never having broken your thumb. Any bones, except for my toes. Um, I I don't know. I Now it's making me wonder, like, did I have for like a few hours some kind of powers of premonition and they got wasted? <laughs> they got <laughs> wasted on just like predicting... I don't know, breaking a bone and my mom getting scammed, almost scammed. I know you. You Mm. watch videos about scams all the time. Yeah, I guess Um, sooner or later it was bound to happen. And this didn't give you any insight. Your bragging about not having broken a bone didn't give you any insight or or any kind of warning that you would break a bone the next day. No, but it's just weird. I I hardly ever brag about breaking, not breaking my bones. Hardly. Yeah. Well, and I certainly can't now. Those days are gone. Yeah. Um, Pet Cemetery. Do you remember where, uh, where the story left us last time? Uh, in broad strokes, a family moved to Maine. Mm -hmm. Uh, the dad's a doctor. Mm-hmm. And Lewis. uh Lewis the doctor, Dr. Lewis. Um and uh like a an old neighbor came and showed him a pet Judd cemetery. from the real world. Judd from the real world showed them a pet cemetery on their property um and then warned them about uh this big road that uh trucks go flying down. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to keep the kids and trucks away from that road. Uh, cat, uh, pets pets yeah kid yeah not, don't keep put the trucks on the road keep right. kids and kids and pets away then that was it right uh and then on his first day of work this this guy uh oh uh, yeah he was at work at the at the university and they brought in a kid that had gotten victor uh, pascal yeah they had gotten uh hit by a truck and uh, he he was like, hey, Dr. Lewis, like when nobody was around, he did the Michigan J frog thing yeah. and uh, and talked to him and and knew things he couldn't have possibly known. Right. And then he had that uh, nightmare where Lewis, uh, where Victor came to Lewis in the mm-hmm. middle of the night and walked him up to the, oh, the pet cemetery. And, um, uh, and Lewis woke up with muddy feet. Yeah, exactly. So... Things go back to normal, Tom. Okay, and then that's it they for the, for the rest of the book. Lives. Things just go to no- back to normal. <clears throat> Look, here's the thing about the dream, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm quoting. 
Lewis still remembered the dream and the sleep and the sleepwalking incident that had accompanied it, but it now seemed almost as if it hadn't. If I'm sorry, excuse me, <laughs> I'm getting choked up. But it now seemed almost as if it had happened to someone else or on a television show he had once watched. I was gonna say he probably thought like, oh, that was on a TV show I watched. His one visit to a whore in Chicago six years ago seemed like that now. They were equally unimportant side trips, which he, which held a f- false resonance, like sounds produced in an echo chamber. Huh. They had to, <laughs> yeah. Well, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. In Chicago, he visited a whore. Yeah. Well, I guess it's just making, you know, the point of like, there was another time that something completely out of character happened for him. And because yeah. it was so out of character, it just, he doesn't think about it anymore. Yeah, it was almost as if uh, it was uh, an, uh, an unimportant side trip, which, which held a false resonance like sounds produced in an echo chamber. That's one way to put it, yeah. Um, Tom, this is a very apt book. This, is, this, this episode drops on October 30th. Mm-hmm. This chapter takes place. On Halloween. The day after October 30th. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but just, it's like, it's pretty close. Well, no, I'm just letting people know in case they're like, uh, okay, what's the connection? Um, Lewis uh, takes uh, his daughter, Ellie. You remember Ellie? She has the cat named Church. Yeah. And then he has this other little boy, this like two-year-old named Gage. Mm-hmm. Um, he takes Ellie trick or treating. I, f- I forget what she. Oh, she's a witch. Tom. Okay, yeah, classic. But she's like painted green. So like, like the the witch the from 80s, the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, but I feel like in the eighties they went a lot more hardcore with with uh, kids' costumes. Yeah, I guess I remember going to like, you know, the, the store where they had costumes and they always had like a lot of uh, makeup costumes. And I was always like, well, cool. And my mom was just always like, no, 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 no. You're not going to like make a giant mess. Uh, yeah. Because like I'm going to paint your face. Yeah. Like I'm going to paint your face green uh, to be Frankenstein or whatever. And you are not going to be aware that you have paint on. <laughs> and you're just going to like roll around on the rug and couch. Yeah, you're going to rub your face into the couch. Yeah. But if your family had a, a green couch, who cares? Yeah. Um. So they, uh, they go across the street. So he's taking Ellie out uh, for trick-or-treating. They mm-hmm. go to Judd's house, Judd's wife, Norma. Um. It's a pretty uh, uh, long, tough scene of Norma uh, uh, surviving a heart attack. Oh, wow. Um, And Lewis really uh, coming in and saving the day. Yeah. Um, But 1983 was weird because they, you know, they call an ambulance and they take her to the hospital Mm -hmm. and she's like, okay. And then, you know... uh, Lewis says to Judd, just kind of like, yeah, they're not going to let her have vi- visitors for 12 hours, so um, I guess you just stay home. All right, I'll see you later. Um, call <laughs> me if you need anything. It's just, it's just so weird that like nobody can ever get in contact with each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is weird because, I mean, we were around when that's the way life was, but uh, luckily not as adults. <laughs> Yeah, and there there are there are a few times in this where like somebody where like Lewis is getting home and the phone is ringing, and he's rushing to get in so he can get the phone because yeah. if he misses the call, like there's Nin- nothing he can do. Nineteen eighty three, uh, most people didn't have answering machines either. Yeah, or uh, almost ID everyone. Or yeah. yeah. Somebody calls you're just like <laughs> I don't know I, who that was. Yeah, I'll never I mean, know. I remember being a kid and like, yeah, missing when the phone was ringing. And it's just like, well, there's literally no way of knowing who that was. <laughs> and like, yeah, I can't even imagine being an adult during then because, like, I remember as a kid that would happen. And I would be like, ah, oh, I entered the Nickelodeon Toys R Us toy run, and that might have been them. <laughs> 
and they might have just been like, well, move on to the next kid. So yeah. I can't even imagine being a an adult who is like waiting to hear back on a job interview or something. Yeah. Okay, so uh, things keep going. Time keep uh, time keeps on slipping, 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 slipping. slipping. into um, the future. And suddenly, it's mm-hmm. almost Thanksgiving. Okay. So uh, checks out uh, the 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 timeline checks out. Yeah, sorry. I thought you're sitting so still, Tom. Are you very tired all of a sudden? <laughs> no, but I did sit back. But there was like a, a brief interruption with our signal. I think that's what okay. it was. It just seems like you're you're uh, a lot less engaged. Yeah, it seems like you're just gonna pass no, out. No, I'm not point. gonna pass out, Tim. I, I'm pretending this is story time with Tim. I'm letting the story wash over me. All right. Well, you gotta. Yeah. Okay. You're doing great. Thank I think we're you. both doing great. Um. So, uh, Rachel, uh, from friends, from, yeah, from friends, uh, she's taking the kids, um, flying back to Chicago Central Park for her shift. Yeah. See, this is where it doesn't make any sense because her family <laughs> lives in Chicago in this book when we all know she's from Long Island. Yeah. Huh? Well, she's in Chicago. Gunther's going to be pissed that she misses the shift. Um, so she's going back to visit her parents with the kids, mm-hmm. and Lewis isn't going. Um, right. And ostensibly, like he has to be back earlier than them, so mm-hmm. like he would have to fly back like uh, three days earlier than the rest yeah. of them. And he's just, but really, he's got bad blood with her parents. Oh, I thought you were just going to say he's got bad blood. <laughs> no, he's got good blood. He, he can't go on a plane. No. <laughs> 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 He'll get the Wouldn't bends. Wouldn't that be something? Um, no. Uh, years ago, when they were just engaged, um, mm-hmm. uh, Lewis was was called into um, Rachel's um, dad's study, and he was just like, all right, you're in medical school now. You're just entering medical school. Mm-hmm. I never liked you. I'm rich. I'm going to pay your entire medical school tuition. Mm-hmm. Um, the only catch is you have to break off your engagement with my daughter and, and, <laughs> wow. and break up with her. Um, and all this because he was from the wrong side of the tracks, Tom. Yeah, but he was going to medical school to become a fucking doctor. <laughs> like, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, uh, you know, Billy Joel and Uptown Girl when he was, uh, you know, he was sure he was in a doo-wop group. But for the most part, it seemed like he made his money working in a garage. Yeah. So I can well, underst- I can understand if it were that kind of situation and him being like, Let's... look, my, my daughter's an uptown girl and, uh, you know, you're a downtown man. That's what I am. But, That's what he said. But in this case, I don't know, the guy's going to medical school. It's like, yeah, he'll be rich, too. Yeah. They'll maybe, maybe, huge not, maybe not as rich land. as you, but like. Relatively, he'll still be rich. He'll be in the you know top few percent. Yeah. Uh. So they're so they're there. Mm-hmm. Uh. So they go away, and so Lewis is home. Oh, he so obviously over. Lewis didn't take this deal. No, and he was just like you, you. Did he tell him to shove it up fella. his ass? Yeah, he said. Sh-, he said something kind of like that. Yeah, that's a good response. Um, yeah. Um. Let's see. But then I bet, you know, nowadays he was looking at his student loans and going, ooh, I should have taken him up on that offer. Yeah. (laughs) I could have started a life with that whore in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) He he does think often about this whore in Chicago. No, just kidding. Where, uh, what are you flipping through to oh you're trying to find what he said to the to the guy yeah it was very similar to shove it up your ass yeah well for the sake of argument let's say it was shove it up your ass yeah okay so they go um uh lewis goes and eats uh thanksgiving dinner with uh judd and norma across oh, the street okay well, that's nice yeah they're really friendly he goes over and has a has a beer or two with judd every single night Wow, I would love that. I would love if I could. Well, right now, I'd love if I could just go outside. But 
But uh, yeah, if I had like, uh, I don't know, some old man that I could bullshit with across the street and have a beer or two. Yeah, yeah that'd be nice. Be like, yep, 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 yeah, well, yep. it takes all kinds. takes all kinds. <laughs> um, so he gets home from that at like three in the afternoon. Okay. Like, you know, yeah. it's Thanksgiving. You eat dinner yeah, early. Yeah, well, and they're old. Yeah. And then he like takes a little bit of a nap and the phone rings mm-hmm. and it's Judd. And he's yeah. like, ah, I think I got your cat here. Uh-huh. And I'm afraid... It's been killed by a truck. Oh, uh, no. So he was like, ah, oh, crap. And he goes over and he's like, yep, oh, yep, yeah, it's hit by a truck. It's dead. It's so dead that um, he has to like, uh, it's like frozen to the ground a little bit. So oh, he's okay. Like, yeah. When yeah. He, and then like, he he like realized like the head's like, oh, he's like, yeah. oh, this is definitely a dead cat. Um. And Judd is just like, yep. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, fuck. I'm like, uh, how am I going to tell Ellie about this? Yeah. Like, Ellie, like, she remember last uh, last week, Tom, mm-hmm. she freaked out after going to the pet cemetery. Um, oh, just learning like, ah. that pets die. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, God cannot take this cat from me. Yeah, God that's, can take that's his own when, fucking cats. <laughs> that's when she uh, started her feud with God. Yeah, exactly. And guess what? God got her back. <laughs> Pretty quick. In, in the end, God won. Um, so Judd's just like, does she really love the cat? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. He's like, all right. Put it in a bag. Mm-hmm. And meet me outside in 15 minutes. We're going to walk up to the pet cemetery. I got a plan. <laughs> all right. And he's probably this, thinking, oh, I bet the plan is bury the cat in the pet cemetery. Yeah. Um, so they go, they walk up. And frankly, I have to say, like, this is one of those situations where, like, I can't tell if when the when the book came out, mm-hmm. um, this this would have, like, if, if I had gone in completely cold, if... Uh, if you, if you had read this as, as, a, as a one-year-old baby... <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, this kind of dragged out because they walk back up all mm-hmm. the way to the pet cemetery. Yeah, um, and it's getting dark and very cold. And then he's like, "Okay, I'm going to bury it here in this pet cemetery." And, and uh, Judd's like, "Ah, we're going to go over this deadfall. Remember all those trees? Yeah, yeah. Deadfall? And he's like, "Nah, it's it's you know it's dangerous. We'll we'll, mm-hmm. we'll like you can't climb over it. It's like," it, and Judd's just like. Look straight ahead, follow me, and don't look down. Mm-hmm. And then they like magically walk over all the uh, this deadfall of trees, and then they just walk for miles and miles. And he's like, ignore any noises or moans <laughs> or anything. All right. And like it goes on a little too long. That you're like, okay, they're going to an Indian burial ground. I, I get it. Like, yeah. All right. And but like. It's like pages and pages of them like, oh, and then there's creaking and what was that noise? And like, uh-huh. there's no way uh, this old man would have been able to, it's like, oh, we get it. There's magic happening. Yeah. And then uh, Judd's like, all right, uh, bury it. You have to bury it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't help you. You have to do it yourself. Well, well he's an he old man. It. Yeah. But he's surprisingly spry. For well, he man. just made a. He just walked in the air or whatever for miles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they have to. Uh, they uh, have to. What is it? What is that called? They use the word so many times in this book. Bury. No. Once they do that, what's that called when you like stack rocks in? Make a grave. Yeah, I mean, but it's. it's Eh, whatever. Yeah, they made a grave. <laughs> yeah, he, he, like stacked rocks. Um and then uh Did uh, they say uh, a oh, few a, words? A cairn. A cairn? Cairn. Cairn? C A I R N. Okay. Kern? Sure. Anyway, they get home and he's like, "Oh, jeez, what time is it?" And like Judd's like, Eight thirty, he's like, and Lewis is like, feels like we've been gone for like ten hours. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, there's magic or something. Mm. Oh, guess what? They had to pass through. What? Quicksand. What? 
Yeah, on the way to the the pet cemetery. You almost never have to. You almost never encounter quicksand in Maine <laughs> in, the, in yeah. the winter, huh? Um, and he was so he was tired. He was achy yeah. from all this. Um, <clears throat> this is a weird sentence. He went upstairs, undressed, mm-hmm. and got into bed without even washing his teeth. <laughs> That yeah, that sounds like that was written by somebody that doesn't brush their teeth before bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, you know, the normal thing people do, washing their teeth. <laughs> um so the next day, uh uh you know, uh the the kids uh his wife and kids call mm-hmm. and uh you know, they talk, whatever, and the, the daughter's like, How's the cat? And his plan is like I know what I'll do. I'll just say I put the cat out, and then he's been around. I've seen him around, and then he won't come back for a while, and then I'll just say, oh, he must have just uh, up and left and found a new family. <laughs> that way he wouldn't. Yeah, I'm sure the daughter would be fine with that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the ne- uh, his friend from work called him, and he was like, uh, Hey, do you want to play racquetball today? And he's all sore, and he's just like, I got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. And then his friend said, you sure? All work and no play make jo- make Jack a dull boy. Wow. Right? Like from The Shining? Yeah, a reference to The Shining, yeah. Do you think they, do you think it would be like, uh, there'd be a chapter where it'd be like, hey, do you want to go see this new movie that came out, The Shining? Hey, I'm just reading a book. It's called Carrie. I'm really enjoying it. No, I don't think that uh, it would be that overt. The cat came back, Tom. Like it the couldn't song. stay away. Yeah, but in in real life, the cat comes back. Okay. And, and, it, Lu- and, and does Lewis do a double take? Yeah, Lewis is like, "What in the world? What in the wide world of sports?" Yeah, and he picks it up and he brings it inside. Um, but uh, the cat's weird. Number one, it doesn't purr anymore. Mm-hmm. Number two, when when it licks you, uh, its tongue is ice cold. Mm. Um, and number three, it looks evil. <laughs> and number four, all it does is like murder like mice and birds and just like disembowel them. Wow. Yeah. So it sounds like uh, he traded in a dead cat for an evil cat. Yeah. Oh, and he and it it stinks real bad. Yeah, because it's undead. And Lewis is like, "Oh, I'll just wash it off, and like, it'll, yeah, I'll I'll um, wash it like I wash my teeth." Yeah. Um, I'll use then, my uh, I'll use my teeth wash on it to clean it up. Um. And uh, Lewis goes over. He's like, "Judd, what the what the hell's going on?" Because like at first he's like, yeah. "Oh, the, the cat must have just been in shock." He's trying to rationalize it. He's like, uh, "It wasn't dead, and it came right. back." And, blah, blah. and uh, but then he's probably and she, thinking like, "Hey, why that old man leave me on a ten hour journey through the woods where he said like he could take care of it for me? I didn't ask any follow up questions." Yeah, well, he kind of knew. You, a lot of this is just like a lot of people know. You know, you it's it's what you know, but like don't know. You know what I mean? Like that's a lot in this book. Like he goes over to uh, to see Judd, and he's like, "What's going on?" Mm-hmm. And Judd's like, uh, "Well, when I was a boy, my dog uh, uh, Spot." Yeah, it sounds like a dog's name. Yeah, he got caught up in like this uh, in. Uh, barbed wire mm. and uh my dad shot it with a shotgun mm-hmm. um but then there was some like old drunk in town that was just like sad about your dog mm. um i'll come by your house tonight at midnight you better be there or you better be like awake and so like whatever uh the old drunk came to his house when he was a little kid mm-hmm. and they carried the dog up and they buried it there um and it's like a known thing in the town, but like uh, Judd's dog came back as a kid, but it was like not mean, but like just not itself, just rude. Yeah, just rude. <laughs> um, and somebody else uh, uh, brought a uh, 
a cow up there. No, brought, yeah, brought, brought a bull up there. Yeah, unlimited um, hamburgers. And it came back um, to life, but they had to put it down because it was so violent. Mm. And basically, Lewis was like, why did you do this if you knew the cat was going to come back like an evil cat? And Judd was just like, I don't know. I just wanted, I thought it would be helpful for Ellie to know that like sometimes dead is better. But like <laughs> Lewis was like, I wasn't going to tell her that it yeah, died. I was going to say it ran like, away. And he's like, I know, but like, you know? And he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so did Judd say what happened with Spot in the end? Um, It eventually died of old age. Oh, okay. He eventually died of old age. But like he was never a... Like, he never enjoyed the dog being around. <laughs> yeah, they're just a mean old dog. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you know, there's a big old tale about that that I'm mm. not going to get into. Um, oh, because when when Judd was recalling the tale of when the old drunk brought him up to mm. um, the pet cemetery beyond the, the other pet cemetery where they had buried this over the bones oh, and everything. Okay. Um, it was like the same goddamn chapter where, like, it explained <laughs> yeah. the whole journey. And it's uh, like, I, I know, and, and there were scary job. things in the woods. And, uh, yeah, you did this, like, three chapters ago, man. Um, and so, like, uh, you know, Judd's asking him questions, and he's just like, you ever, uh, has, has anybody ever buried a, a person up there? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, by the way, like, no. I, I do I do see where this is heading now. I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna say it, but yeah. Um. Oh man, there's another dang sex scene on nice. Christmas. Yeah, Christmas presents. Yeah, whatever. Um, he's uh, yeah, he gives uh, his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? What does he give her? And a how did? And how does he give it to her? He 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 gave it to her in a box. Oh, and it was, uh, it was uh, that wasn't it was what a I was looking for. Fine gold chain over ten uh, and uh, tiny sapphire. Oh, Lewis, it's so damn beautiful. Um, Lewis, we can't afford. You can't afford. Shh. I socked some money away, away off and on since last Christmas. It wasn't as much as you might think. How much was it? I'll never tell you that, Rachel, he said solemnly. An army of Chinese torturers couldn't get it out of me. <laughs> you think and it was... He says, he says $2,000. Oh, so he did tell her. Yeah, it was a joke. Oh. That he said. I thought he it... said... I thought he was going to keep it to himself because it was like, uh, I'll, I'll take that to the grave because he's like, I found it. I found it on the floor in the street. <laughs> I dug it up out of that Indian burial ground. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, uh, anyway, this is like after the kids have gone to bed on Christmas night, on Christmas Eve when mm-hmm. like they're done putting away the toys. And then uh, he said, I'm going to put out the cat and turn off the lights. And then she says, when we make it, I want to take everything off except this. Wow. You know, the, the, the necklace. necklace, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that it? Upstairs, Rachel was lying on her bed wearing nothing but the sapphire on its chain. Oh, she's promised. a woman true to her word. Yeah. And does it go into more description about her body? No, no. I mean, you'll have to read it and find out. Well, that's um, a real shame. But uh, Lewis had asked uh, Judd if a person had ever been buried in the pet cemetery. Oh, right, and yeah. He's just like, no, no, how dare you even think that? Yeah. Well, uh, and to the point where like Lewis is like, mm, I think Judd knows a little bit more <laughs> than he's saying here. <laughs> well, I mean, even if he did... Still, like, no, come on, man. I just told you, you bury an animal in there. It comes back evil and bad. Yeah. Don't bury a person in there. They're going to come back evil and bad. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's where we're at with uh, Pit Cemetery. Yeah. 
But so you like this book, even though you had to read the same part twice <laughs> of just going yeah, I through. Mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't that. Bad. It wasn't. It's just kind of like you know, in movies where you know, yeah, like uh, if something has a high concept premise and and you know it going into the movie, mm-hmm. and then like they build up to it a lot, like. Spider-Man getting bit by the spider right. in 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 a Spider-Man movie, where it's just like, uh, yeah, you don't need to have this much tension leading. Oh, the spiders know, yeah, uh, crawling across the floor on the, in the lab. Oh, there's Peter Parker. Oh, it's like, yeah, he's gonna get bit by the spider. Let's get into the story. Well, yeah, I was thinking about. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but uh, I was watching a, um. A uh, horror movie recently that kind of did away with the whole like people not believing somebody when they're like, I was in there and there was a creature or whatever. And it was refreshing because that's one of the most frustrating things with a horror movie that it's like, look, if somebody you knew came like running up to you screaming and was like, we can't go in there, there's a monster in there or whatever. I'd be like, all right, maybe I don't believe there's a monster, but there's somebody in a costume killing people yeah. in there or something. Like, I'm going to listen to that person. I'm not just going to blow them off. We'll we'll sort out the details later mm. of what actually happened. But uh, which was actually like one of my few problems with uh, uh, Bill and Ted Three that uh, like uh, Ted's dad like didn't believe them it's like ted's dad's been through this shit he's seen this like you can't have him be a a, a doubting thomas uh, yeah exactly. with this thing i don't know that yeah that kind of stuff is just or you know in in the example you were giving of uh uh you know somebody he went through this uh you know weird magical walk through the woods I don't understand how he couldn't be like, well, yeah, I guess magic's real, huh? <laughs> like, right. I, I wouldn't have thunk it, but like I saw it with my own two eyes. Maybe I'll keep that to myself because other people won't understand. They'll think I'm crazy. But I know for myself now, magic's real. <laughs> and when weird shit like the dead cat shows up, I'm going to be like, well, probably with, because of that magic I was fucking around with earlier. <laughs> Well, I mean, he's not. Yeah, it's it was just the description was like get to the point where you where you bury ba- it. Yeah, and, bury the cat. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Look, I like the book. Hey, um, everybody. Hey, listener. Sound off in the comments below. We should. I mean, we still have time on this, but I'm wondering if we should put up a poll about which movie I should watch. I want, yeah, I wanted to do that. When, um, the, when the time comes. Yeah. Do you have a um, preference? I mean, I'd probably rather watch the old one just because it seems like <clears throat> that has a bit, it had a bigger impact on pop culture. Do you think maybe you should watch them both? Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Tim, you had to watch freaking like 38 minutes of Sweet Valley High. And you're like, oh, you think maybe you should watch four hours of movies of the same movie twice? (laughs) Tom, when we were doing the show Pop Everything in the past, Mm -hmm. I watched like, I think, five Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Yeah. And we, we did that show for like a few months. That was That was why. Yeah. Look, I'm happy to watch either movie. Uh, I feel like I haven't heard that much about the newer movie. I feel like the newer movie wasn't good. John Lithgow was in it. He's good. He was great in Perry Mason. I didn't realize. Does he play Judd? He must play Judd, right? Yeah, that sounds right. That seems like a lot of fun. That that would be fun. Uh, that strikes me as one of those, like, uh, a la The Shining and the ABC miniseries of The Shining of like, yeah. no, that movie everybody liked is inaccurate. We're going to make an accurate version and they do it. And then everybody's like, oh, that's not good though. <laughs> no, quite the contrary though. Oh. Um, Stephen King wrote the screenplay for, um, the first Pet oh, Cemetery. Okay. Then why'd they make a new one? Money. 
Yeah. Money. Oh, and you know who plays Judd in the original? Who? Um, Fred Gwynn, who you might know as Herman Munster. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is there's there's no yeah forget it there's no poll we're i'm watching the the original one with herman munster as judd i mean i assume that was going to be the one that won the poll anyway but but uh luckily uh herman munster uh cast the deciding vote much like the vice president Uh. uh is the president of the senate and can cast deciding votes that's for me, that's Herman Munster in my life. He cast the deciding vote. All right. Yeah, I might watch this movie too. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a TV movie, right? Like it was like an R-rated movie. Yeah, movie. no, it was, yeah. it was I think it was a very successful movie too. Yeah, I seem to remember that. Like I I remember as a kid hearing and seeing the movie and before I knew it was a Stephen King book. That it was like the scary looking movie at the video rental store with a cat on it that was going like. Made uh, $57 million in uh, the U.S. on an $11 million budget. That sounds like some boffo B.O. if you ask me. All right. Well. I'm excited. Well, I'm not watching it yet. We still got a couple more weeks. We have to see what what happens with the rest of this book. Bunch of spoilers. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to the rest of the book. I know what's (laughs) going to happen. All right. Well, hey, tune in next week to hear Tim not happy about what he read. A true sicko. Why? Because I don't like children dying. Oh, what? I didn't know that was what was going to happen. Way to spoil it. Yeah, thanks for being patrons. I thought a trucker was going to run out of gas and come live with them. It was going to be a real fish out of water (laughs) thing. Yeah, that is the logical next beat in this story. Well, I guess we'll see who's right next week. And we'll see you then. Yeah.